Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment, where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello, all you bloomers. Welcome back to another episode of Inner Bloom, actually a very special episode of Inner Bloom. This is a bonus episode of Inner Bloom. I am Alexa, one of your hosts. I am Ambrosia, one of your other hosts. (laughs) And we are joined today by a very special guest here for a very special two-part series, Radical Abundance in Radical Times, uh, author and spiritual guide, Christian Strang. Hi, Christian. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy to see you ladies again and get to talk about this really exciting topic in such an exciting time that we're living in. We are so happy that you're back, number one, for those of you all who have been listening to the podcast for, when was it? Was it like over, it had to be like over a year ago. about a year. I think it was last October. So I was like, man, perfect. Right at the, yes, it's, it is so perfect. Year, oh. year long anniversary. Oh, and I look at my, I look at the clock now. It's one, one, one here. We were just talking about 11, 11 and all these numbers. So divine. Um, yeah. So Christian was on our show a, a year ago and she was on for like a whole month and we were talking about divinity and all the, uh, our, our, our listeners just loved her. And so, you know, we wanted to bring her back for a very special two part series. So one of them is today, obviously. And the second part will be coming up in a couple weeks. Um, but Christian, we would love to hear what you have to say about this radical abundance in these very radical times. (laughs) Yeah. So we we're living in like one of the most important times in our life stream. You know, we, some of us have journeyed many lifetimes to be here for this time. And so as this was all coming about, the message I kept getting from my team is that we really want light workers and light beings to know that in these radical times, they can live in radical abundance, in health, in cash money, in love and joy in all those ways, because a lot of the messaging that we get, and this has been going on for a long time, is about scarcity and lack, not enough. And what we wanted you to know and why we created actually our our latest book, Radical Abundance and Radical Times, is so that folks could really anchor into the knowing that Mm -hmm. during these radical times, during the most important time that we've ever been in, you get to live in overflowing prosperity and abundance in all ways. And we didn't want folks succumbing to a story of lack or scarcity. And that's a story that kind of gets hyped up and played on. And we really wanted folks being able to anchor in to the truth, which is that we are radically abundant. No matter what's happening in the matrix, no matter what's going on, we actually as divine beings get to live in radical abundance. So I'm super passionate about this because it's just, I've been there and I know I'm watching folks in their process during these times. And it's like, we've got to take it to the next level and radical abundance and radical times is what it's, what it's all about. 
Mm, I love that title. And I love that message that you just shared with us. How, how do people get out of the scarcity mindset? Because I feel like that really holds people down and really, it doesn't allow for change. I feel like when you're in the scarcity mindset, you're like, I can't have fun. I can't create abundance. I can't, I can't, I can't. So what are, what are some ways that they can move out of that scarcity mindset? You're exactly right. And be like, that's what happens. If you're in scarcity, you're in a lower frequency and then you're easier to control and you're easier to not like live your purpose and do what you really came here to do. So the first step that I give folks is remember that you're a divine being because the the program is, oh, you're just this fragile, vulnerable human. That's not actually true. You are a divine light that's in a human body, but you have so much power. You have so many superpowers. And so how do you remember? And we created this book and it's a 32 day process so that every day you're reading a transmission out loud so that you can re-encode, re-remind yourself, activate the next level of your destiny through these words that have been channeled from the highest light. So I recommend having tools. How do you remember? Have tools, have community, like the amazing community you all have created, communities that other light workers have created, wherever you're resonant, go to that. So you're getting those reminders that you are actually divine. The story of you being in a scarce state and a vulnerable state is a story that's meant to disempower you. So we can't buy the program, right? And how do we not buy the program? We have to remember. And we have communities like this and conversations like this and podcasts like this so that we can remember. That is so beautiful. I love that. So the book is actually like a like a manual of like how to help you create that abundance in its 32 days. Or can you explain a little bit about the book? Yeah. So it's 32 transmissions and we recommend that you read a transmission a day and we recommend that you do it out loud. You don't have to do this, of course. So this is, this is what we recommend because there's something about speaking the words. There's something about speaking those divine words that starts to activate it in your cells and in your energy field more than just, if you're just reading it, you know, quietly yourself. Or even if you're hearing, you know, a lot of my transmissions, I audio record them for my community and they listen. But even then it's more powerful when you're reading the words and you're bringing through that message, you're reading those words through you. So um, it's a 32 day transmission book and you can read and we recommend reading a transmission a day, every day for 32 days to help this re-encodement We've had folks get promotions, get new jobs, quit their job, get a new um, contract in, like all kinds of amazing things are shifting for folks as they're doing this. And then from there, I I talked to a client yesterday, she's rereading it. She's starting it again. But from there, you can just use it as an oracle, um, however you want to support you. But we wanted to give folks an actionable tool that they can use so that while all the programming's coming in from here, you actually just reprogram yourself to what's true which is your radically abundant. I love that. How long are the, I'm sorry, Alexa. No, I have so many it. questions. How long are the transmission codes? They're like maybe five to 10 minutes to read okay. if you're going to read it out loud. Um, some folks 
are concerned about, well, I, there's so much in the transmissions. How do I, you know, understand intellectually, understand it all? And we really encourage folks, don't try to, you don't have to understand it all intellectually. Just mm-hmm. speak the words, let the energy move through you. I know you all get this. It's mm-hmm. an energetic transmission that's happening. So you don't have to get it all. And there are actionable items in it. Like, you know, take this step, do this, yeah. do this journaling exercise, take this into meditation. So if those pieces come through for you and you're like, oh, I want to do that, you can. But mm-hmm. if not, sometimes the first time through, you're just receiving the frequency. So you can use it in a variety of different ways. Um, this is so cool. And I'm so glad that this is coming up right now. Actually, people on Facebook are saying the same thing. Uh, Allie, hi, Allie, says, I needed to hear this. I'm launching my website today. Oh, congrats. That's so exciting. Paul says, divinity for the win. Whitney says, hey. Hi, hi, Whitney. <laughs> she, she gave me some funny emojis. Um, but but going back to like this topic in general, I'm really glad we're talking about this because you know, I think when even me, even me being a part of this community, working in this field, knowing what I know, and I feel like I'm in a pretty abundant state in my life and, and a pretty abundant mentality, but even I still get a little triggered when I hear, you know, the government or world leaders or whatever start to say, oh, well, we're heading into a recession or, you know, just people around me saying that. Because to me, I'm like, no, like I'm I'm just getting started with my stuff. I feel like I have so much to do, so much to create, so much. I'm just getting rolling, right? So it's like my my soul feels crushed by that a little bit. And, you know, I've been really tuning in myself to that understanding and idea that there are people that thrive in recessions all the time, for example. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's really what we're speaking what you're speaking to here, Christian, is and what your guidance is telling you and is that is important for us to remember is that, you know, just because there's a quote recession or something like that going on around you for a lot of people does not mean that that has to apply to you. Can you speak a little bit more to that? Absolutely. And I love that you brought this in, Alexa, because in every climate of the world and in every form of history, which I'm rebranding as hu- the human story. I'm not calling it history anymore. I'm calling it the oh, human nice. story. Yeah, I um, like that. People have, people have struggled and people have thrived. Yeah. What is the difference between those who thrive and those who don't? And the difference is those who thrive choose to disregard the mainstream messages or the narrative. And they choose to say, you know what? That's not for me. I'm a divine creator of the light and I will live how I am meant to live. And that's what we're being asked to do because it's easy to buy into the story. Oh, this bad thing is happening. Oh, I need to make myself smaller. I need to offer less. I need to do less or make my, you know, prices smaller or, you know, whatever it is to disempower yourself. We want you in your full empowerment because that is what helps shift the frequency of the earth. That's what helps us get to a new earth. That's what helps us live in a new way is that we actually say, that's not for me. Mm-hmm. We don't have to even be in judgment of it or because there, there's so many layers of um, misalignment that's happening right now, but we don't even have to get into that. We can just own that like, that's not for me. That storyline is not for me. I will thrive no matter what. I will live in radical abundance no matter what. That is my commitment as a divine being. Mm -hmm. And then you source yourself with your daily spiritual practice, with light communities like this one, with tools like the radical abundance and radical times, if you're called to it, and you source yourself with that. And then you are living a reality 
that may be very different from other people. I'm sure many of you may remember the 2008 recession. Of course, this is a, a totally different scenario that we're in in 2020, but I was making more money than I'd ever made in that time. I didn't even know there was a recession happening. I was like, oh, what? You know, I heard about it later. And I was like, because when you're so sourced from source, it just doesn't touch you. It's the frequencies don't match, right? So to a lot of the stuff that's put out there, it's meant to keep us in a lower disempowered state. So if we don't match that frequency, we don't live that reality. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want to encourage all light beings and all light workers to step into. Mm, that's so beautiful. And if you've never had, I remember this time last year, um, I had a session with you and there were actionable things to do during and after the session. And so if um, this book is the same way, it's definitely it's definitely tangible things to do that will change your reality, that will change your life. So no question there. Just wanted to throw in my two cents. <laughs> Thank you, Amby. Yeah, because I'm really big on the practical too, because we can talk esoteric and frequency all day long. How do we bring that frequency into form? We do have to take actions. We do have to move forward. So I'm really big on that because otherwise we're just sitting, you know, on our meditation cushion, like dreaming about it. We want to bring it into form. So that's really important. Uh, and and that brings up like the, the uh, interest. The other thing that's kind of being brought to light here as well is it's kind of like, you know, you can be of many different mindsets right now, right? And so if you're of this mindset, you get to open doors that bring in abundance that, you know, other people don't have access to, right? Because if you are taking the story from the mainstream media, then as you're speaking about taking action, then if you say, oh, we're in a recession, well, you immediately go into that like victim mode and you don't take action. You don't take action that would actually allow you to have what you want or what you need. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. That's everyone's choice, what they they want to choose to believe or, or whatever, align with. Um, but I also, something else that was kind of coming up was the this, I know that within this community even, there's like, there's this anxiety or this self-consciousness about like thriving too much, right? It's mm. kind of like, oh, like I'm... Don't want to be boastful. Yeah, or like I don't want to leave people behind or I don't want people to think I'm too good. And it feels like what's happen- this, what's happening right now with this quote recession or whatever we want to call it and this idea that, well, you don't have to participate in that. You don't have to believe that. That story does not have to be for you. Um, it's kind of, I feel like it's really going to bring that stuff to the surface. It's like, are you going to choose you? Are you going to choose you and the, and what is meant for you and what's calling mm-hmm. you? Or are yeah. you going to fall back into that limiting pattern of, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to be a target. I don't want people to be upset with me. I don't want to thrive too much. Right. I, I'm wondering if you have thoughts on that or, and also like ideas of how to kind of push through that. And yes, and this is a thing that happens a lot where one of the big reasons why if folks have blocks around abundance and wealth and prosperity, it's because, oh, I don't want to lose my husband or my family or my friends or whatever. And this, I mean, this is like humans. We're so fascinating, right? This is the the big wound that we have of like not allowing ourselves to be the light. 
and not allowing ourselves to be the full radiance of the light that we are. Because Mm. in the past, we have lost people, places, and things because of that. And that might even happen in this lifetime. But let me tell you, those things that fall away are not a vibrational match and we're not serving you because what is meant for you will always be yours. And when you step into your true, your high self-esteem, your true self-esteem of, I'm a divine creator and I can be a divine creator and be a wife and be a mother and be a friend and be a sister. I I can do all of that. You're actually taking your people higher too. You're calling them higher. So it's this thing of like, I'm going to lose if I step into my radiance is an old program and And dare I say an old program that came in from the mainstream rhetoric that, again, to keep you disempowered and keep you in a lower state that's easier to control. So this is all this time is all about breaking free of that and stepping into our divinity. And we do this with our clients, too. If you're a business owner, you you do your own thing. You're a creator. If you're pricing for like a crisis, a world crisis, and your pricing is world crisis pricing, you're actually keeping the clients and those you're working with at a lower level too, and at a lower frequency too. And this was something I had to like work through and realize like, I was like, oh, it's a crisis. So I should, oh, I should diminish myself because it's a crisis. No, because then I'm diminishing them and I'm diminishing everyone around me. So we want to call each other up as light beings, as partners, as best friends, as sisters. You know, we want to keep calling each other higher and we're Mm -hmm. the leaders to do it, right? Every single one of us are the leaders to do it. So when we understand the ripple effect of the disempowerment, then now we've got to take full responsibility for that and say, well, I can't be a party to this disempowerment. I have to call myself higher so that my people can go higher too. Mm-hmm. Does that resonate? Definitely. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And I think it's also important to understand that we're not saying spiritually bypass everything. Everything's okay. We understand that times are are challenging and this is probably a really good year to get in alignment with what is no longer serving, dismiss it and go into alignment with what is ultimately serving your highest good. So I think that that is another point to bring up because I think a lot of people are, this year's great and everything's fine. And that might not always be the reality, but you have a choice on what you're focusing on and what you're not focusing on. I I also have noticed even in when we're talking about like disempowerment, right? It's like even in my um, micro interactions with people, I've noticed myself intentionally stopping because I've been talking to a lot of people, especially this week for some reason, I've been talking to a lot of people about what's going on in their lives and every single person has some story they're telling me because everyone's going through a lot and it, it makes sense. But the story is very disempowering, right? And I keep finding myself starting to go, oh, I'm so sorry, right? And then I'll stop and I'll delete that. And and I'm like, how can I respond to this in a way, like you said, that calls them forward instead of, it's not that I don't have empathy. I genuinely do. Like I have like sad days where I'm like, somebody hug me, right? But it's, it's thinking to myself, how can I respond in a way that lets them know that I care, but that is inspiring them to stretch more? It's like, would you like help around this? Would you like some ideas? Are do you know? Do you want to find a way through this type of thing? So I think that you know I, I really resonate with that, and I really think that um, 
yeah, it's like going to be, it's, it definitely feels like it's something that we need to practice too. Cause there's so many habits that go right in with that kind of disempowering feeling, right? Absolutely. I mean, this is the most important time we've ever been alive. This is the, this is the big shift in consciousness that the Mayans were talking about, that we've all been talking about that, you know, religions have been talking. This is the big shift in consciousness. There is something happening for sure. We get to decide how we show up for that. And like you said, Alexa, like not choosing to validate the disempowerment while also honoring that every human is going through a lot of stuff. Now, why is every human going through a lot of stuff? This is all to get us to a greater state of divinity. It absolutely is. It's to get us all to surrender into the divine, whatever that looks like for you at the next level. That's why all of this is happening. So when we step in and really claim ourselves as the true radical creators and divine beings that we are, and we say, I'm not going to diminish myself. I'm not going to diminish others. I'm going to stand in my power. I'm going to live in my power. That's an energy field. That's a, that's a momentum of consciousness that then begins to create new things in our world. And we don't even know, we don't even know right now, you and I, what that's going to be. Mm. But we do know if we give into the limiting story and the dystopia and all of the other things that are out there, we're for sure going to have that experience. So why not have the experience of light and divinity and stepping into our creator's state and really going, what do I want to bring through me at this most important time to support other light beings and to support us in creating this new earth, whether the new earth is just in your community or it's just in your family or it's just you and your partner, whatever it is, you can start living that now. I mean, my life is a testament to that. I know you ladies are having that experience and there's lots of light beings who are having that experience. So we're here to keep reminding each other and supporting each other and continuing to take that higher while consciousness is going through one of the greatest shifts we've ever experienced. Definitely. Uh, Oh, I was going to say something real fast. I love that sometimes I've told you both this before. Sometimes when I look at people, I see like different images and I see Christian right now, you're just like a light, literally just Mm. like a bright ball of light. So I just want to share that. With angel wings around her. With angel wings. (laughs) What were you going to say, Alexa? Well, I don't know if you even, (laughs) Paul on Facebook wrote this like a few minutes ago and I'm on, I'm. He said, is there not a place, though, for what Ambie is saying, looking at the world around you is still important, too, right? Do you know what he's referring to? Because I already don't remember. I'm so sorry. When I said spiritual bypassing. Ah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is a a big one. And this is really what 2020 was all about. Yeah. 2020 was all about being able to see it clearly. Because most of us as lightworkers – did not, and myself included, did not want to see what was really going on in the matrix and what was really happening. So yes, we have to see clearly what's happening and then we have to be in the solution of it. So this is where folks get a little bit wobbly on it because they see what's happening and then, oh, they let that frequency take them to a whole place that isn't serving. We can see what's happening. We are divine beings. We can see what's happening and then say, how can I be part of the solution and how you be part of the solution is you live in radical abundance. And that isn't always health, wealth, love, relation, you know, always in your work, 
that you're just holding that light. Thank you, Ambie, for that reflection, that we are really holding the light, being the light everywhere we go. It doesn't mean we're ignoring what's happening. It just means we're seeing it from a higher vantage point. So I choose to see what's happening through a fifth dimensional or higher perspective. You can choose to see that as well. And when I say fifth dimension, I mean from the perspective of source, from the perspective Mm -hmm. of that divine presence. So when you look at what's happening in the world through that vantage point, you see it very differently than if you're in a third dimensional vantage point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, and I think it's an, I think it's important to understand and correct me if I'm wrong, Christian, if, if this is not what you're saying, but I think you can't help people. If someone's trapped in a well, you can't go into the well to help them. You have to stay outside of the well to pull them out of the well. So the idea of, well, is it irresponsible or rude or sad to boast about how great I'm doing because other people are not? No, because what you're doing is you're inspiring other people to get out of the well. And it doesn't mean that you have to rub it in their face or be disingenuine. Um, But I also think that it's really important to, to understand that the way that we're going to change the world is with each other, within ourselves. This has been said throughout history. This is not like a new idea. Many, many, many huge Gandhi, many people have said, if you want to change the world, start with yourself. That's right. And I'm absolutely saying that because don't go into the well. You go into, it's the drowning person, right? You're trying to save the drowning person. They're just like this. And then they take you out. So, and I just made a video about this. Yeah. It's like, we have to be the light and shine it so brightly that then their free will and their higher self and their higher wisdom will inspire them to, if you're a healer, to work with you or to do whatever, it will inspire them to come out of the hole or the well that they're in. And and that is really our work is to be the light and to be shining. And it's not boastful. I think we have to get curious about that storyline, right? That like Mm -hmm. saying that you're amazing, if you truly are, if you're not amazing, then you've got to look at that. Why am I saying something that's not true? But if it's true and you're sharing your truth, that's our, that's our responsibility is to share our truth. We can be compassionate to what others are going through while still holding the light of what is true for us. There is that, um, I feel like it's a, a more fourth dimensional perspective of like, oh, you're suffering. I, I will suffer with you too. Yes. And that, yep. that hurts both of us. Yep. Oh, you're suffering. I'm so sorry you're suffering. What do you need right now? How can I support you in remembering who you really are? Mm-hmm. It's a great thing to ask. What do you need so that you can remember who you really are? Mm-hmm. Oh, i listen to this podcast, read this book, you know, whatever it is, go, go out in nature, supporting people and remembering who they are. That that's what we need to be doing. And I think the other thing, and then this might be what Paul is touching on is that it's not to say for me personally, I can only speak for myself. It's not to say that I'm happy or in fifth dimension all the time. Right. But it's also to say, um, for example, I had someone make a fake Instagram account, right? with my information and was reaching out to my followers today, this happened. And I said to Alexa, I've made it. I'm a big deal. And so I'm choosing to rewrite the story, right? Instead of going into scarcity, I'm going to lose followers. I'm going to do this. Instead of that, uh, we're choosing on how, how we look into that. Now I could have slipped into that. And I, for a second, you know, I went there, but then I went, no, no, no. 
it's going to be fine. My followers know me. I reported them. I did all I can do. There's no point in dwelling on this. So it's easy with small things like that, but I think it's really important to understand that there is a difference between spiritual bypassing and dwelling on something. Spiritual spiritual bypassing is everything's fine and your mother just passed. No, you're sad, you're grieving, you're going through it, but then you're also going back into the broader perspective, which is they're still with you. You're, it's just a different relationship. And that might take some time. But again, I think it's important to, you get to choose which reality you want to live in. Mm, powerful. Yeah. And I think that really comes back to the the whole, like this radical abundance, right? It's really a choice. It's a choice that you make of, yeah. of how, of what you are going to choose for yourself in this next phase. And that's, and it goes, it also goes back to, you know, like, um, who says this? Like Abraham says this, like you're so powerful. You have so much free will that you can choose uh, bondage, right? Yeah. And so. And sometimes that might be fun. No. (laughs) (laughs) So true. So true. Um, But, you know, for those, for those people who are ready to choose abundance, Christian, what are, so they have, they you have this, I'm hearing something weird in my ear. I don't know what it is. Um, you're, you have this like manual that you're talking about this book. What's it called again? Is that what the book's called? Radical Abundance and Radical Times. Yay! There we go. Radical Abundance and Radical Times. And so this can be like a a guide and an assistance in order to invoke that energy and invoke that and, uh, attune to that vibration. Correct. Exactly. Absolutely. And I want to speak to, to Ambi, what you were talking about with the, you know, things happen and mm-hmm. how do we navigate that? And the book really works with this. There, there's this, this radical misunderstanding in our culture of like, if you go through, you know, a loss of some kind or there's something that you are just consumed by it and you cannot do anything else. And, and it's not actually, if you're really feeling emotions, they come in waves. I had someone very yeah. close to me make their transition um, through suicide. And that was like, a a really important experience for me to have in navigating. I, I understand what's happened. I know what death is. I know how this thing works and I'm really bummed out and sad that he's not in a body anymore. So what I found with that is when I would just be present to my grief, it would move through me. I would cry. It would be like 90 seconds and then I feel relief. And then I go do whatever I needed to do. And then when the grief wave came again, I'd be with it, let it move through my body then I go to, you know, like this notion that, you know, the world is, the world is going through a huge shift. It is going through a huge shift, but that we would be consumed by it and we can do nothing else, but be in fear or worry or concern or try to control it. it, It's just a complete distortion of how human emotion actually works. So if we're really feeling the feelings they won't last that long in your body. It's like 90 seconds if you're fully present to the emotions. So you let them move through you. And then, okay, on the other side of that, now what I'm, what am I being called to? And if you will let your life work like that and you let it come and you ride the wave and then you go, okay, what's, what's calling me now? What's the next solution now? You can navigate anything and you can navigate anything in radical abundance. And so that's one of the pieces that the book speaks to of how to manage your emotional body and your mental body and your physical body in this 
time, this radical time that we're living in, because we can do it better. We, we can do better than what we've been programmed with. We can show up for it differently. And when we do, now the, the worst things in the world are not the worst things in the world at all. Like your example with the, the Facebook piece and that happening, like your followers know what your energy feels like, you know, so they're going to know that it's not right. So yeah. we can do anything that happens and transform it when we understand these principles and live in them. Mm-hmm. Powerful. Thank you for sharing that. Very powerful. Does anyone, by the way, if anyone on Facebook has a um, question or something they want to add to the conversation, please feel free to type it um, because I feel like this is a topic that's very present with people right now. Um, and, um, and you know, I, I'm, I'm curious, Christian, like, because again, as we alluded to before, it's like, okay, let's say you – you make this choice. You're like, I am going to live in abundance. I am going to thrive through whatever comes. And you have a lot of people around you who are, you know, they're going through, they're choosing something else, or maybe they're just not really awakened to this. How do you hold your ground? How do you, you know, yeah, how do you hold your ground in this abundance when there's people around you who are maybe like trying to convince you because they genuinely think that you need to be concerned, right? Otherwise, so I dealt with this a lot, especially in the, you know, in March, March to May, when the, you know, the shift started happening and people are just like really flipping out and people are continuing to flip out. So that's a thing that's happening. And certainly people in my community are dealing with this. And, and what we recommend is not to try to convince anyone of anything. It's okay for you to feel whatever you're feeling. I understand that you're really concerned. I'm not thrilled that humanity is choosing this path, but this is the deal. You know, this is what we're in right now. This is what we're working with. You know, so to let ourselves be disempowered by it and be taken out by it, that's our choice. We're not in control of how it all goes down, but we are in control of how we show up for it. So what I said, I mean, I had someone very close to me early on when this was happening who was just melting down about it. And I just said, I love you so much. Yeah. I can't go there with you. I really... I'm choosing to see this through a higher perspective. I understand this is not amazing and I'm not going to let myself be taken out by the choices of other humans. I am really going to hold my, like, that's my commitment. So I just, I just state that. And the other thing I have friends that are processing this in a different way is I just let them have their process. What's interesting is they're trying to convince me that where they're at, which is in suffering is where I should be. And I just let them be, I don't try to convince them that they should be where I'm at and in peace and joy and love and like working with spirit every single second of this process, because that's not my job. I just need to love them. So just say, I love you. I'm sorry. You're struggling. Is there anything I can do to support you in remembering who you are? That and is so beautiful. Sometimes they're like, just keep listening to me. Okay. I can, I can still listen. That's fine. You know, love when you really love people, right. You just hold the space for them. You know, I, I love these people and they are struggling with this. I just love them, you know, because that's that's my job. And they're, they'll they'll get to a, pl- a better place. They will. They'll get to a place where they see it more clearly. But it's not going to come from me convincing them. I think that brings up for me, that brings up another topic, uh, s- same topic, but um, the environment that you create. I remember when I was going through my spiritual awakening. Um, I, it was like, all of a sudden I looked at everything around me and I realized really how negative it was. I was watching like murder mysteries all the time and really just in like, um, a fear mindset. And that can, 
I remember a couple months ago driving and we didn't have um, anything to connect our our phones on the the um, radio. So we had to listen to the radio. One, I was not aware of how many commercials come up about medications. And two, um, <laughs> the news. It was so scary. And I was like, is this what muggles do all the time? Because this is terrifying. So can you speak to a little bit about the environment around you and, and just your thoughts on that? Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> it, it is terrifying. The, the messages that people are bombarded with, it's extraordinary that any human could take that in and not be completely in a fierce gone out state. So we understand why some humans are where they're at right now. Right. Right. But we have to be masters of our environment. We have to really be so discerning about what we let in. And that's why it's so amazing, ladies, that you created this podcast and this community. We need podcasts like this. We need media like this, that we're taking that in. We're taking Mm. this in, not the other. So we have to be so discerning. And I say, take it through the heart. So I encourage folks, if they're like, I don't know, should I have this in my environment or not? Or should I watch this or listen to this? And in our MeWe group, we actually list um, metaphysical movies, music, TV programs, that kind of thing, so that folks have other choices. Because if you just go with what Netflix's most popular is, <laughs> you're going to be yeah. in the future by the end of it, you know, like it's, it's not going to help you. So we have to get so discerning. And I say, take it through your heart and just really connect into your heart energy and ask your heart to show you a yes. What does a yes feel like in your heart? And then ask your heart to show you what a no feels like. And then just put that, that movie that, you know, if the news comes on, is, is this a yes or no for me? And your heart gate will let you know if it's a yes or a no. And if you only take things in that are a yes through your heart, you're going to be having a very different environmental experience because we have to be fierce in our love for ourselves. You know, if you don't love yourself, you're just going to be eating McDonald's and taking in the nightly news and working a job that you hate to pay, to pay the bills. And, you know, like you're just going to be a program. That's the program. So to break out of the program, we have to be discerning and we have to go, wait, I love myself so much. I am only going to put into my physical body, my mental body, my emotional body, things that uplift me and remind me of who I really am. This is not spiritual bypassing. This is spiritual maturity and wisdom. This Mm -hmm. is being in our wisdom of knowing I'm a divine being and I'm on an earth plane that's working through some things. So I need to be fierce and loving myself so much that I'm only bringing in the light. I understand the dark's there, but I don't have to keep playing around in it to, to understand that it's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So cool. I was like getting an image as you were describing that of like, well, The Matrix, like the movie The Matrix yeah. was coming up a lot. Even though I've never really watched that full that series all the way through. And I, I think they're great movies, but I've just, I don't know why I've never watched it all the way through. But just thinking about, and then the ARC-9 who Ambrosia channels, they said something to me. I keep bringing it back into this podcast because it just keeps coming up is like, you know, like you're here to, you have to, um, sorry, you have to change the system from within it, right? You can't like go outside it and like, you can't be like, we don't like this. So we're going to create, it's too big to create something anew from the outside and assert it onto, right? Like you have to come inside, which we're, we're inside right now just by being here on earth, right? Play the game and, you know, be like, 
it's almost like we be the glitch in the matrix. Like we be the 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 virus, like the good virus, right? That is that is changing the way that the program is. And the more of us that are, you know, doing this work and even just with the abundance work, that is almost like the most powerful vibration on this planet, the unworthiness. It's insane. Like the the kind of that like slave mentality is um, and the guilt about shining and the shame mm-hmm. and the – and yeah, really going back to like the unworthiness. Um, I feel like that is the kind of the strongest limiting program on this planet. So it makes sense that it's also like the – it's one of the most challenging ones I think to start to shift. But when you do it, it's like imagine what's happening. Imagine what we're changing on the planet. And I just get this image of like – the, the old program being kind of like corrupted from the inside and just kind of starting to fall apart and things just like malfunctioning. And then and then that is that is really how like we, I guess the light workers or whatever you want to call it, we have that role in helping free humanity. That sounds very epic. Um and I, and it doesn't have to be that epic, but it also this is exciting is why, to think about it as epic. So. This is why I love telekinesis. Because when you move something with your mind for the first time you realize like, I could do anything. I could actually do anything. And so then you start, for me, you start to question like, why am I tolerating this in my life if it's not bringing me joy? Also, if it's aligned with, also why am I tolerating this thing in my life that has come from the same people that said that I can't do what I just did? Yeah, yeah. I had, Christian, I had a TikTok go so, the my most viral TikTok ever <laughs> was a video of me bursting a cloud with my mind. The reason it went so viral is because 50% of the people were like, I knew it. I knew that I could do this. And 50% of the people were, had never been, it felt like this was, I was showing them that I was murdering someone. It was, they were so angry. They were so intent that this is not, this cannot be, the clouds are moving anyway, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, just letting it all happen. I'm like, you guys deal with it. You should show them the tinfoil trick. Yeah. Well, I have other videos of me bursting way bigger clouds. I mean, I know it's real. I know it's real. I don't care. If they, but it's interesting to me. All the like, some of the people are like, "Why is everyone getting so mad? Like, chill out. What's wrong?" <laughs> and it's like because, like, when you're you're when you believe in the program so much, and that's that's part of your reality, and someone's challenging it, and it it helps hold up a lot of other things in your life. It feels extremely threatening, you know. Mm. That's exactly it because people's whole identity. You know, we're talking about things that burst people's whole identity, even watching you move that cloud, right? If they, if that's true, then guess what? All the other things that are true that they're not living in alignment with. You've got to ask yourself, why are people so angry right now? Like I, people are just furious. They're furious at themselves. They've been Mm. betraying themselves for lifetimes and we're just blatantly living in opposition to that. And that's just so infuriating to them. So if you're angry, you got to look at, wait, why am I so angry? What And what am I really angry about? Because there's some good juice there. There's some great content to go into. If we get curious about all of our emotions, if we get curious about, wait, why do I believe this? And, and why am I, you know, even for me, I had to 
bust apart my business. I don't have a business anymore. I'm a divine being giving my gifts. Like, why am I doing, you can be enslaved by your business model. Like there's so many ways Mm. that we can be enslaved and that's not abundant. So we get to break out of all those bubbles. So all of us are at different places with it, but just getting curious to anything, like, why do I think I have to do it like this? And why, why can't a cloud be burst? And why, why can't the universe be an incredibly magical, extraordinary place? And why can't I just shine my light so bright that it glitches out the matrix and short circuits it and then it's something else, right? Like, why can't, we're divine creators. Why can't that be true? I love that. I love thinking like that. And um, I love talking to you. Yeah. This makes me so happy. Same. Same. I feel the same. You have such an uplifting energy for sure. And um, also you reminded me that Ambie and I's like mantra lately has been less effort, more impact. Less effort, more impact. And that really goes with what you're saying. It's like, why why can't it be that way? Like, okay, we've believed so for so long, I have to work so hard, so hard to get, uh, if I want to do something big, I have to slave away and give away all my time and energy. And it's like, Mm. well, why? Like, what if you could do less, exert less energy and make a huge impact? That's amazing, you know? And you absolutely can when you're utilizing the alchemical and metaphysical principles, which is why we Mm. created the book so that people have a metaphysical tool that they can start Mm. shifting that energy. So my clients weren't applying for promotions or, you know, they weren't trying necessarily to get more money and it just came. Why? Because the frequency has to be a match. So everything is about magnetism and what we're magnetizing to us. And if we magnetize something to us, we don't like, we don't have to get taken out by it. We can just be like, oh, this is great information. I have some programs running that want to be untangled. Cool. I can untangle those programs. Mm. You know, so if we let everything liberate us, if we let everything remind us of who we really are, again, there's nothing to be afraid of. There's nothing to like hide from or run from or or be like, oh God, I hope that doesn't happen. It doesn't matter. We're divine beings. This is a dream. This is a simulation. This is something we signed up for because we wanted this experience. So mm-hmm. let's reclaim our power and let's get to it, right? And keep creating. Yeah. Definitely. Love that. Well, um, I want we want you to share about the book and and how to get that and everything. Um, just a couple comments that came in from Facebook. Whitney said, "Yes, the negative programming provides light workers work." Jess Parker said, "You ladies are speaking my language. Thank you for sharing your experiences with magic. Totally, you're so welcome, Jess. Thanks for being here, um, Christian. How can people get their hands on this magical book?" Yes. So this is a fully sovereign, independent release. It's my it's my ninth book. And I did it free of Amazon. Amazon started um, banning books. And I was like, OK, Amazon, what? I've had it with you. You're done. So uh, we did this totally independent. You can go to my website, sacred-spirituality.org. You can get a free meditation from me. And then the book is also on the homepage. If you want to just go right to the book, you can go to bit.ly slash radical abundance, all lowercase and get right to it. And I have a special for inner bloomers. So um, yes, all inner bloomers will get my free masterclass, three keys to sacred spirit led wealth when they sign up for a copy of the book of radical abundance. So once your order comes through, I will um, get that free masterclass to you. I am buying that. No exaggeration. 
Thank you so much for offering that for our listeners. That's so beautiful, generous, and just like divine timing as we've been talking about. This is perfect. Um, so for those of you who are interested, which you probably all are, the, the link will be in the show notes of this episode as per usual, or you can just listen and go to the links as Christian said. Um, and Christian, you will be back for part two of this conversation in, I think, two weeks. So... Is there any kind of code that we have to enter in uh, for the listeners? No? Nope. I'm just, this is all for you all. And I know when oh, it comes, it will be from an inner bloomer. So, and you can also email me if you want to say, I'm, I'm from the inner bloom podcast, but we will get you your free masterclass. And I'm just so excited that we all got to come together, ladies. And it's always a joy to share with you. And I'm so stoked we get to do another one too. I know. Yay. Yeah. This has been so fun. So uplifting. Oh, so enlightening. Thank you so much for being here, Christian. Thank you everyone on Facebook for tuning in and sharing all your comments. Thank you, everyone who's listening to the podcast. Um, We love you so much. Hope you enjoyed this bonus episode and uh, tune in in a couple weeks for the next one. Until next time. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.